to the Chuang Vibes, your leisurely small talks with Tiffany Wong and Henry Chung. You can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and even our new, well, not so new YouTube channel called Chuang Vibes, where we have ourselves recorded as along with the audio. So, uh, you know, as you guys know, check them all out, mm-hmm. as, as well as check out our Instagram at Chuang Vibes and our personals at Henry Chung 304 and at Tiff underscore Beck, Beck as in Beck Hyun. But today, <laughs> Drum roll, please. We have a very special guest whose initials are C C. Name starts with Chris and ends with Chang. Welcome, Chris. <laughs> yeah. What an yeah. intro. Yeah. You, right. you said his name like a Korean name, but his last name is Chang instead of Chang. Okay, so he's now Korean. Oh. So what? don't try me. Uh, today, Chris, we're gonna be learning all about you. You know where you're from. Who you've kissed, your mother, your father. <laughs> uh, but before we get into that, are you really interested in that? No, not really. Okay. Uh, before we get into that, Chris, uh, we would love a one-minute elevator pitch about yourself. But there's going to be a little bit of a twist. We need you to say it all in Chinese. Will no, you're gonna have to say it all in <laughs> Chinese. Uh, so Chris himself is a Chinese minor. Yeah, I heard. And oh, it's so, not good. Uh, as you'll see later with our topic today. This is associated with it. It's almost like a lead-in, and so I'm gonna throw you an alley-oop, and you're gonna dunk it with that self-introduction. I'm like more nervous for this than like a test. Yeah, you shouldn't be. <laughs> uh, let's just say if I send this to your parents, it's, they won't understand either. That's, that's true. Um, yeah, there's no one to be disappointed. Mm. So don't, don't worry. Yeah, give us a very brief. It can be very simple Chinese introduction, and then and then please translate. And then we'll do it in Korean. <laughs> I'll do it in English. <laughs> Alright,我们要不要开始了？呃，大家好，我叫张家宝。呃，his no, he said. He, he said. He is major. He said he is computer. Oh, that's what he was saying. Yeah, he said he's computer in Chinese. Oh, oh, yeah. that's amazing. That's beautiful. Oh, thank you. What I else? Tried really hard. Uh, that that that's it. Are you? That tall? is actually how I speak Korean. You know, I start with I am, I am I know. for every yeah. sentence. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see one one one. Yeah. Well, that was beautiful. Yeah. Do you want to give a quick translation for our, our fans who don't actually speak? Uh, I'm family treasure Chang. I'm Chris Chang. Uh, I'm from New York, except from like upstate New York, so not the city. Uh, I'm a computer science major and a Chinese minor. That's beautiful. That's I didn't beautiful. know how to say major and minor, so I just said I study it. Oh, actually, you're a senior in CS. Yeah. So is my roommate. Ooh. <laughs> That's great. Uh, no one cares. Um, <laughs> but she made these games for us, and oh, you said no one. I'm so sorry. So, so sorry. rude. So sorry. Uh, Tiffany had another roommate that moved out. And, um, oh, you thought that was the roommate? It's a really weird story. I don't know if we should tell it on, on air. Well, we've told it some, somewhat before. Uh, have we? Yeah, we have. <laughs> okay, well, that's cool. Um, so, that self-introduction will actually not be leading into straight into our topic, as we have something right in between. Right, uh, this is Tiffany's and Chris's first time meeting each other. Mm-hmm. Right, and even mm-hmm. though it seems very natural, it's because they're both very extroverted. Wow. Um, and to yeah. kind of get a better grasp of you know who we are, because you know me and you know me, but you guys don't know each other very well. Uh, we've Do prepared... I know you? 
That's a great question. We prepared an icebreaker game. So the game is very simple. We have three words. Can you please hold it up? The three pieces of paper. <laughs> we have three words. Of these words, two of them are the same and one of them is different. Okay. The two that's same. Basically, you're gonna act out your word. What? Right. So, um, if you get the uh, different word, you're gonna, um, you know, like see what the other people are saying and then like yes, try to guess the word. So, for example, okay. if the if the two of you guys have apple and one of you has orange, then you'll be like, oh, it's very sweet, right? Mm -hmm. Or it's red. And then the person who is not the same as the others is going to try to eventually have to guess what the word is, as well as not get caught. Mm -hmm. So after one round, we're going to vote. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do that. So basically, it's uh, Among Us, but in word formation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, it sounds really good. I'm so going to hand out the cards right now. Why do I feel like you know what these cards are? Okay. You're not going to hand should them hand out. out. Okay. okay, okay I'll take this one. Alright, so we're going to read the card very carefully. Okay. <laughs> so this is all of our first times reading this. We actually had Tiffany's roommate write these words. Mm -hmm. Thank you again, Tiffany's roommate. Yeah. Very appreciated. I'll start. It's a person. Okay. I'll go next. It's an occupation. That was mine. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a famous movie character is this. Um, I can't vote for you. Yeah, I'm voting you. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what? I he's I I know exactly what he's talking about. Well, I'm not trying to be that obvious. Oh, oh, okay. How about you say another word? How about we do a couple, couple? Uh, okay, programs? second round. Yeah. Um, it's been in the news very often recently. Okay. 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 Um, can we just vote? <laughs> okay, wait, hold on. Let's give her uh, two more chances, because I'm going to say something, and then you'll say something, and then she can guess. Because, okay, I'm going to be honest, we know exactly who it is now. <laughs> but that being said, um, we're going to still give her a chance to guess what the word that we have is. Okay. Okay. So, um, I think a good word for mine is there was a Netflix TV show about me that was really popular and I was played by a British guy. That's a lot of words. I think that's a pretty good hint. Um, <clears throat> uh, stereotypically, I have a very specific outfit. Yeah. Okay, so, Diff. As you have been caught in the first five seconds. <laughs> a person. Yeah, a person. I, well, I mean, she wasn't wrong, actually. It is a person. Yours may be a person. Okay. Ours could be a penguin. Yeah. Okay. So, so what do you... Okay. I have police. Okay, and so what do you think we have? I don't know. I was I was thinking um, Bridgerton when you said, like, is like a Netflix show, and then a British guy played it. What, you, what, what show was it? Bridgerton. Bridgerton? It's like a new popular show. Yeah, it's a new romance show. That's okay. really popular. I was gonna say sh snow. This is a good try. But what do you think our word is? I don't know. <laughs> Ingwen? Yongoro! English! Just say a word. Oh, the. Like, just get the, the word. The crown? Just, no, no, it's just, 
We got detected. Firefighter. <laughs> <laughs> we had detected. I was trying to point at Sherlock Holmes. It is a person. Yeah, but I mean, detective can be a person. Yeah, yeah. That's why. But the thing is, is that when he said his, I knew what he was saying. Chinatown. No, he said um. What was your first one? Uh, famous movie character. Yeah, Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I knew exactly what he's doing. All right, well, we got another round. For the second round, I'm heading this out. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Mad. All right. So yeah, that's a good point. Uh, if you you don't actually know if your word is the same word as everyone else, so you kind of have to be a little. Sneaky. Okay, you go first. Um. My daily life. Steve. Necessity. Yeah. Wait, that was like the same as me. No. Um, jobs. <laughs> That's the same as <laughs> What? No, it isn't. I was just talking about, you know, work and jobs and uh, such. So it's you then. What? <laughs> jobs. Yeah. What would you have? Um, not good at this game. <laughs> uh, turtlenecks. Bright. <laughs> Bright. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Can we guess? Can we guess like who it who is? It is? You think it's me again? Oh, I got no idea who it is. <laughs> <laughs> I have no clue. Um, I'm gonna say it's him. I think it might be me, but <laughs> I had no idea. How closely related are these words? Like, I feel like I understand really what you're close. saying. But what was your second one? Turtlenecks. Like, I can kind of get it. But then she said bright. I really don't understand that. Okay. So what's your word? Laptop. Oh, it is him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. What do you have? Desktop computer. Okay, that's the same thing. No. These words are so close. Yeah, well, like, I can see how turtleneck can be with laptops as well. Like, I was just like, oh, you know. You made my. <laughs> Anyways, we got one more round. We got one more round before we go into our quick break and then into our Thank you. interview. All right. What if I can't read English? I'm gonna start. I'm looking forward to this. I'm hungry. Gosh, shoot. These words are so similar. <laughs> um, big. <laughs> big? I say him. It's Henry. Well, I'm confused. How does... I'm being... I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about? I also know what she's talking about. I'm just being nuanced. <laughs> well, let's just go on. Okay, okay, okay. I have dinner. It's you. I have lunch. I knew it was going to be lunch. When you said, I, I know exactly what the word was instantly. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, I'm hungry. Then I threw you off. Yeah, I was like, big? Dinner's big. <laughs> big okay. dinner? Anyways, it was actually a pretty fun game. Mm -hmm. Um. But before we get into the interview, we're gonna do a quick touch-up break with makeup, the, the lights, the cameras, the action. 
Uh, so we'll catch you guys in literally half a second. Welcome back, guys. I know it was literally half a second for you, but for us it was like, what? Three seconds? Three hours, <laughs> four hours. It's another day, a new life. Same experience. clothes. Um, yeah, we're disgusting like that. So as I was telling uh, Tiffany a little bit about you because you know, she, she wanted to know some background information. And um, one of the things that I actually felt like I didn't really understand until I basically wrote a summary about you was uh, kind of our topic for today. And it's something I wanted to ask you about. But for you, the, basically the topic is the importance of an individual's cultural identity. Right, that's, that's obviously different for all of us. But uh, Chris, you're from upstate New York, right? And I know your neighborhood's extremely, um, how do I say this? Homogenous. Yeah, homogenous of, of the same color of not yellow. Yeah. Not black. So you can find the other color. So not our shirts. Yes, but possibly my <laughs> pants. <laughs> uh, he lived in a very white neighborhood, right? And uh, for 18 years, you didn't really get to experience a lot of your Chinese background and heritage. And in your sophomore year, you actually got to study abroad in China. And you talk a lot about it, about how it is a great experience and it was definitely one of your highlights of your life, right? And so it actually got me interested, really interested in studying abroad. Uh, but anyways, I also talked about when I was summarizing you, how you're almost like the Daga for our, for our entire group. Daga is like big brother, Hyungnim, you know, he always takes care of everybody, right? Uh, he's e-board of CSA, a very large participant. He's always on, on meetings with them and hanging out with them. Uh, he's a CS major, right? But, you know, so smart. You know, who knows? It, it, he might pursue it later on. He probably won't. <laughs> uh, I think this podcast is a good way to kind of sort a few things out in life, you know what I'm saying? But uh, the commonality I found was the Chinese heritage thing. Right. And so we have a couple of, I guess, talking points mm -hmm. in terms of uh, things we, we kind of want to, from your perspective, uh, get a better understanding for the viewers as well as for us. Yeah. So basically, I wrote other questions. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> After I verbalized them, you typed them with your little hands, but sure. Uh, sure. Well, I just really <laughs> wanted to know more about you because I know nothing uh, of your background so i was wondering where in china are your parents from and have you ever been to that place so my parents are from new york city so they've Same. never been in china before i don't think my dad's ever been to china um my mom's been to hong kong i don't know if she's been anywhere else so your grandparents are from china some of them <laughs> so are you a third generation yeah okay i'd say that Same. Same. So actually, it's a really interesting topic, right? Because what do we even consider you at this point? I'm not a generation. You're just like a 1.5. <laughs> we'll basically say you're first generation. Okay. Your whole family's in China. Mm -hmm. You're in America. Um, but we're third generation, right? So mm -hmm. our backgrounds are super different compared to yours, right? And so uh, some of the things that I feel personally as being third generation Korean is things I've never felt before in high school that I felt in college. So for example, there's a lot of like, almost, uh, uh, I don't know, almost uh, discrimination, I feel like. From? Almost from both sides. Uh. So from American born Chinese towards Chinese students and from Chinese students, international to American born Chinese, like stigmatations, 
per se, not not discriminations, right? And so I, I kind of wanted to figure out like um, your opinions on what you thought about being a ABC at BU, right? And if you felt these sort of things and uh, what sort of like actions did you take to make yourself feel like you weren't, like did you feel like you changed because of it and stuff like that? Yeah, so I came to college and CAS makes you take uh, a language. So I couldn't speak Chinese coming into college and um, I really wanted to learn. So I took Chinese and it was the only class I like really liked first semester. So I kind of looked into studying abroad because CS was not it. I was already very tired of it. <laughs> I have heard so, one so positive were, thing about CS. <laughs> I have to say when I took CS 111, my brain just like blew up. Yeah, my brain never recovered. And you are a senior in CS right now. Yeah. So <laughs> what happened? We can talk about that a bit. A bit. Yeah, but, I'd love to hear his uh, yeah. previous story. Yeah, but um, so I remember all like international students would call me like whitewashed and that was interesting because like isn't that mean uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah i definitely think it's like when i hear the sort of things right like oh that's so white like even though it's not an insult like like if you just read the words for what they mean it's not an insult obviously being white isn't an insult but for a lot of asians it just means oh you're not familiar with your heritage you kind of forgot about your Chinese roots, your Korean roots. Yeah, especially coming from like where I was from, Saratoga Springs, and being that token Asian. Oh, I went there for rafting. <laughs> <laughs> so you know how white it is. He just has a fun <laughs> fact for everything. <laughs> but yeah, so being like the token Asian, I'm like the the gatekeeper of Asian things. Like I'm supposed to know everything to all these like white kids. Yeah. Then I come to college and apparently I know nothing about being Chinese or Asian. So I kind of had to like catch myself up, yeah. which was kind of what I've been doing in the past few years, studying in China, uh, taking a lot of interesting Chinese classes, um, like reading old Chinese texts and stuff like that. So, but Something it's, I no, no, do. it's in English though. <laughs> um. <laughs> <in> English. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it's been a lot of like catching myself up and just kind of finding an identity because uh, I had mm. didn't have a white identity and I didn't have an Asian identity. I'm not even white, but no, absolutely, I completely understand like everything you're saying. I feel like to a lesser extent because where I'm from, there are a lot of actually Chinese students, but there are no Korean students at all, mm. right? Um, and I feel like I only have Chinese friends. Like very very few Korean friends, and so when you I, first came to BU, not just in, not just in BU in general, like oh, in, in California, in, yeah, in California in BU, like very few. Um, so I feel like that was a big part that I missed, and I think because you're going, I don't know about you, right? But in my hometown, it's hard to uh, change yourself because you've lived with those guys for so long. Uh, for me, I went to elementary school with them, middle school, all the way up to high school, right? Aww. <laughs> okay, man. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know about for you, but it, it probably is similar. And it's hard to have like a change in identity. Like you're saying, you know what? I'm going to be <laughs> more Asian today than I was <laughs> yesterday. Like, obviously, that's weird. But yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. So, my, I guess a follow up question um, is you know, you talked a little bit about the things that were said to you, right? Uh, and then you talked a little bit about the things that you did to try and fix, almost like rebuild your identity to get a better understanding. Do you think it worked? 
Yeah, I, I went back home like after China and everyone was like, wait, why are you so Chinese now? And I'm like, oh, that, that's weird. Define that. <laughs> uh, I don't even know. I mean, because I started speaking Chinese like a little bit more in China, okay. they, they, would, like, they would say something and I'd be like, Shema? And then uh... they'd be like, what? I'm like, oh, yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like when I first came to the US, my mom visited every, uh, after three months. And then um, she said that I actually asked her in English what time it is when I first woke up, and I don't even remember. She said, yeah. <laughs> yeah, mom. Yeah. Your mom, what time is it? <laughs> What's, what happened to my daughter? <laughs> so it seems to me that it's not like a point where you just decided you want to connect with like your heritage more, but because um, like people have this impression of you being more Chinese than you actually are, and that's what like inspired you almost to feel that um... yeah like i felt like a fake chinese kid because like everyone back home thinks i'm really chinese everyone here thinks I'm so it's not... really about how people see you yeah you say it doesn't that? sound great but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think those sort of prejudices came from i mean like when you're upstate you're not seeing other asian people so you can't form your own opinions about like up like asians no, absolutely, if, yeah. there's only one that's me and then everything else is from TV, which historically isn't great at portraying people. Yeah, so. I, I meant more like, where did you think the prejudices came from, from other students onto you? Like, mm. other students onto APCs? Probably because, like, uh, I feel like a lot of people in the beginning of college, like, group towards people they're similar to. Mm -hmm. And if they think I'm going to be like them and then I'm not, it's like a surprise. Yeah. Yeah, I... Like me being with my group of friends who are like just into the US before. Like I've been here for high school, but many of them haven't. And they would like, if they see a group of like Asian students and they would be like, oh, that's the APC that live like next door. Yeah. And um, I, and I didn't really see a problem with that because I feel like APC is a really like the middle ground. Like, I even feel like I'm in between, like, Chinese and American already, and I can imagine how much more it must be for, like, you guys. You guys can't really say that, like, you are Chinese, like, the way we say it. No, absolutely. It. Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, I'm not Chinese at all. I'm Korean. <laughs> okay, I'm Korean-American. There you go. Yeah, but I don't see a problem with that, because, like, you can stick to your friend group. And at first, I was like, why do ABCs want to? fit in with like students from um, like China who just came to the US because I got this impression that APCs don't really like to hang out with um, students who like are just into the US because you know it's, they're really different and then I thought about myself and how I tried to fit into the American culture and like try to make a lot of American friends and I see how you know people from like different cultures are always trying to um, reach out to the other culture yeah. and on the other side people from the other side are trying to reach toward the other side mm -hmm. I think it's a big fat miscommunication because personally when I hear the word ABC mm -hmm. uh, there's a negative connotation with that word uh, usually like they say it in a way that's not meant to be like oh you're an ABC that's sick you know <laughs> like I've only heard at restaurants oh you're an ABC oh yeah. really? yeah, yeah. waiters will ask yeah yeah that's a, and that they'll treat you differently because of it. 
right? Um, it's not. It's not gonna be that they're gonna treat you better if you are like more Chinese. Well, they're. Funnily enough, uh, they do. I have heard that. Yeah. So I, I'll give you an example. This has happened back all the way in California, even to here, right? They'll be like, uh, "Oh, are you born in America?" They'll ask you this in Chinese, and you may respond in Chinese, but if you say yes, they won't be as open to you, right? They don't care as much. They'll kind of like let you. You're not the top priority anymore. But if you are from China, all of a sudden they're much more warm, warmer towards you. It's just because there's a level of familiarity. Yeah. Right. I don't think that's prejudice though, or discrimination. <laughs> it definitely is, to、uh, an extent. It's like saying from a white guy to a black guy, treating him differently because of his different background. Exactly. It's not. Once again, it's all implicit. It's just like more subtle. And it's not a big of a deal, right? But you definitely notice it.、Right? And even if it's not true, I've had like white friends be like. You order because you have a Chinese last name, so they'll make it better. And I'm like, I don't know if that's true. Yeah, but that's a joke white people like to yeah, make. Yeah, I think that's a bit. I've had people like really believe it. Yeah,、that's、those are、weird. the、uh, strange ones. But it, I mean, all lies have an essence of truth, right? That's the saying. And so I do believe there is an essence of truth in that statement. And、uh, when your when your friend says, "Oh, the, there's ABCs living next door," right? He may mean it in the nicest way possible,、mm -hmm. but when someone who hears that, they're like, "Oh, why didn't he just say, 'Oh, there's people, there's those guys living next door.' You know, it's like putting a label. 'Oh, there's those black guys living next Now door.'" Now you're saying it. I think I see it more, because、um, especially、um, my friends' roommates next door are, you know, always like poking fun at them whenever they pass. So I think their relationship isn't that good. Yeah. So whenever he says it, he's like, "Oh, those ABCs." And <laughs> yeah. and you know,、um, it's a lot of it's because they almost feel like because you're American, you have betrayed your heritage. You didn't understand where you're from,、mm -hmm. right? Funnily enough, a hundred years ago, this would have been a completely different ideology. People would have been like, "Oh my God, he's an American! Wow, he must be so off." His family must be amazing. Like there's a very, it's all changed during history, right?、Mm -hmm. But I think now because Asian countries have gotten such a,、uh, Power, a boost, <laughs> boost in popularity over the last modern twenty years, right?、Uh, it's almost flipped, right? I don't know if you've noticed this, but that's definitely something that I've kind of seen.、Um, like now, Americans wish they're they're Korean or they're Chinese, right? Rather than the other way around,、um, which is really interesting, right? So. Anyways, back to you, right? Because this whole thing's about you. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we talked a lot about. I talked a lot about my personal experiences, and I'm not even Chinese.、Um, but did you have any opinions or thoughts on, you know, kind of like this has happened, or I know people that this has happened to? And do you think a there is a negative connotation being ABC, and b why do you think there's a negative connotation? If so, and what would you like to see change? Oh yeah, yeah. Or how do you think it could change? Um. Well, because I was so new to like being around Chinese people, I kind of latched on to ABC. Like, I saw it as like special and different because I don't know. It's something that others weren't. Yeah.、Um, so I didn't see it as negative.、Um, it's just like another thing to identify myself with, you know, labels.、Um, again, not the greatest thing, but、um, I don't know the the separation. Isn't great,、um, but I feel like it's there's less separation than before.、Mm. Yeah, and so 
um, hopefully, you know, over the next couple of years, Chris and I can help bond and, and, sep- and, and kind of uh, shorten that separation between you, cultures. You, you, <laughs> you want to do I'm that? I'm just kidding. I'm not doing that. That sounds like way too much work. But yeah. Uh, anyways, you kind of actually talked about this, but I kind of wanted to get a better grasp of what you were saying um, for the listener. You talked about your multinational identity, right? Your slightly white side from <laughs> Saratoga Springs, and then your more Chinese side from BU, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think uh, there's a reason why you had to change? Like, uh, one thing that I, I was shocked by is, um, you know, coming to college, you almost feel like you're, you should be welcomed, included, but uh, it, when someone has to, ch- when you have to change for others, right? It doesn't really sound like that. So do you have any, I just want to hear your thoughts on that. Um, I find myself like switching a lot too. When I come, go back home, I'm no longer surrounded by Chinese people. So I'll be playing like disc golf with them and like fishing and hiking, which I guess people like view as like more white sports and mm-hmm. activities. And then at college, I'm usually around more Asian people. So always going to Asian food, which is awesome because there's no Asian food where I'm from. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like everyone wants to go eat Hot Pot or like, you know, um, KBBQ and whatever. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Interesting that we were going to an Italian restaurant after that. Yeah. Um, which one of us is Italian again? That's uh... right. None of us. That's going to be great. The Italian food is amazing <laughs> so you know uh talked a lot about oh, oh, okay just break everything it's totally fine <laughs> okay uh so we talked a lot about the stigmatizations that come from both sides do you feel like you have any tours uh do you feel like abcs have any predisposed uh, feelings towards international students before they meet them because I think before I came to college, I knew very few international students. Right? So I don't know uh, if you felt that felt a certain way. Yeah, I think coming into college, it was like uh, like the international students like grouped together and they don't want to interact with anyone else. Mm-hmm. I felt like that was the the consensus mm-hmm. among ABCs and just like other people, which isn't always true. And and you're an extroverted guy. Yeah. Right? So you you try to get to know as many people as you can, right? Um, so did you feel like you were successful? Yeah, you just talk to them. They're just they're like other people. Yeah, yeah. It works out. Mm-hmm. Offering my side of the opinion. Um, well, it, I, I think it really can seem like um, Chinese like friends, like friend groups are not welcoming like foreigners. Um, but- I've definitely noticed that. <laughs> but I, I think there are two reasons. First, um, I, I wasn't like that in high school, but then I couldn't really fit into those white student groups. So I just went back to my Chinese student groups and it's not like I've, it's not like I- So what am I? I, so it's not like I um, chose to, <laughs> um, you know, like exclude anyone else. I think I got the feeling that the white students um, don't want us when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. So when I come to college, I didn't even try. Like I made a few friends out of my ethnicity, but just a few. And I think language is a huge barrier too. 
because you speak English and white students speak English, black students speak English. So it's like easier for them to um, merge with each other into like one front group. But for Chinese, it, it just feels really weird to speak English when you know the other person's first language is also Chinese. So I think that language is a huge barrier. Actually, I have a question about that. What's uh, the general opinion on native English speakers? So, for example, uh, I never learned Korean in my household, mm -hmm. and Chris never learned Chinese in his household, mm -hmm. right? So, what's the sort of opinion about like not learning your your first language? I mean, I I personally have nothing against. <laughs> I know you have nothing against. Come on, <laughs> think of something, man. I oh, hate them. So you want to smell? <laughs> they're the worst. Just something lie. No, I'm just kidding. Don't lie. Just a joke. <laughs> To be honest, I was shocked when you said that the um, like waiters and waitresses at Chinese restaurants treat um, like more authentic Chinese people better, because at least in China, if you are an American, like Chinese American, you can get into top colleges in China by just reciting a poem to them in Chinese, and they are just they're just like <laughs> like that type of poem. <laughs> they're like they're okay. just. I don't know how to respond. <laughs> Roses are red, violets are blue. Yeah, like that. I'm sorry, you don't have a thick waifu. Ooh. Top college right that there. That was really good, right? <laughs> but, yeah, but I got this um, impression that at least people in China treat um, foreigners better than like their own like peers. Well, so strange. In China, um, older people would like lecture me that I couldn't speak Chinese and they're like like they would ask you why didn't your parents and I didn't have to, I don't want to be like well they didn't know either because that's just more lecturing but I found younger people to be like oh it doesn't matter we're the same and I thought that was really cool in China yeah I was getting my hair cut and like a 20 something year old was like oh you're from America like it's okay we're the same and I'm like that's sick. that's so deep yeah that is sick but the yeah, old people didn't like me <laughs> really they liked my but... white friends who knew Chinese well that's so at the cool. same level you know, as me they, they find it so impressive if someone who's not Chinese speaks Chinese. Like, I feel that. Mm -hmm. And I'm Asian, right? So when I say, oh, what's the hunger run? Is your girlfriend's mom who's impressed by your, like, being able to listen to Chinese? Well, I think she's, it's normal now. Because okay. I just do it. But, but when, I, when I come up to someone, so let's say I, I go to a, a haircut place that's in Chinatown, and I was talking to a guy in English, he's like, oh, do you speak Chinese? I was like, I do speak Chinese a bit, but I'm, I'm Korean, so I'm, you know, not my first language and he was like wow your chinese is so good oh my god where, how did you learn it right if you're not chinese and you learn chinese all of a sudden you're like up there mm -hmm. if you're chinese and you don't know chinese they assumed i wasn't chinese they'd be like are you korean or are you thai i'm like mm -hmm. no i'm just a sad american chinese boy oh. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be like okay here's your food <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i you know what's funny is that i felt the opposite in korea that the old, older people were, first of all, they were amazed by me because they were like, <laughs> so tall. Oh, so tall. <laughs> Are you Asian? <laughs> like, he's so big. <laughs> um, and I, I just, I never talked to anyone my age because no one really knows like English that well for some reason. Or even if they do, they never speak it, right? Um, oh, when you were in Korea? I was in Korea. But, uh, sounds like for you, it's kind of like the opposite. Um, 
like more hip, you know? <laughs> hey, bro, we're the same, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Actually, I kind of want to hear about your study abroad trip, right? Um, because, you know, as we talked about before, it was a big part of your life. But I, I was wondering, after the trip, you know, when you got a chance to like look at it all and you had all of those crazy moments, but besides the crazy moments, did you feel like you almost uh, were closer to your heritage? Oh yeah, sense? for sure. Yeah, and no, I was really sad when I went, uh, when I was on the plane going back home. Because mm -hmm. it was four months there and uh, besides like your own little bubble of BU kids, it's all Chinese. So you have to like constantly speak Chinese, constantly like think in Chinese, which is really cool. Like it got, my Chinese got so much better in those four months and quickly dropped right back down. <laughs> but yeah, no, I... I, I understand you. <laughs> uh, I don't. My like, Chinese is never like good when I, when I went back to China during summer, I tried to talk to him, but I like couldn't really talk to him. Oh, yeah. It was like a broken English, like 1700s. She was trying to speak in like Mozartian, Beethoven. I didn't understand it. That's not true, but continue. <laughs> but yeah, no, that was it was great. Like food was great. People were generally really nice. Um, and it was just generally. like... Generally. Did you feel like you were mo most comfortable with yourself? Uh, in terms of your own identity when you were there? Well, I, I didn't really have to like think about myself because no one's looking at me because I blend in there, which is really interesting. Oh, that's interesting. I thought that was really cool. Um, but yeah, no, I was just really chill, like really enjoying myself there, had a good time, studied, ate, food, traveled. Damn, he's living the life. He's like Anthony, what's his name? Anthony Bourdain. Bourdain, yeah. A rest in peace, by yeah. the way, like 2016. But when I was in Korea, I felt like a like a a sore thumb amongst everyone because they're huge <laughs> so not only that i was i was really tan like i'm i'm kind of dark ish not that dark but i'm still dark in comparison to korean standards and then i was running back then i mean i was like basically black you know <laughs> compared to every other korean as well as the fact that i'm huge um and i have really bad acne like really bad right so i was going through a lot of like self-confidence issues um, and so that really accentuated the point that I felt like I was being just stared at. Mm. But in reality, it's just because I was a gargantuan. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Is there a problem? Problem with what? Problem oh, it's was, their problem. She's like, problem was like not being able to just accept what they're seeing. No, I had an issue with it. It was really hard for me. Um, after a week, I didn't want to leave my apartment. Basically. Really? Yeah, that's why I say it's their problem to make you feel bad. Yeah, I know. But I, and I, I think after a couple days of just saying, I don't care anymore. You know, you start to feel better. Mm -hmm. Oh, actually, I can relate to that. When I first, um, after my first year in America, when I went back to China, I feel like pedestrians were staring at me for no I, reason. I remember you telling really? me like you would wear yeah. uh, dresses that showed your sleeves or shoulders, shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> not your sleeves. They would have been very impressed with the sleeves, but showed your shoulders, and people were like staring at you, something like that. Yeah, my mom was like, "You cannot wear a shirt that's like high up your neck. Like you have like every." <laughs> high up her neck it couldn't go higher i was like it's summer i can't show my back <laughs> like it's not like any it's not like something you know but like they've been all staring at me and i don't feel like i'm wearing something that different but then that sort of just like died away like if i go back to china now i don't feel people staring at me anymore it's fascinating how things change in just three or four years you think it's because they started to change into what you are like, yeah. Nah, that's... Or, or maybe it's just because I started to wear, you know, pajamas on stream. Or maybe your eyesight <laughs> got worse. You just couldn't see it. <laughs> Both are true. Welcome back, guys. 
It's uh, been three weeks now. <laughs> I've actually, this is my beard Massage. throughout. Um, yeah, I'm just embarrassing myself now. It's I pretty good. I actually grow anything out. I can't physically. Do you grow. shave every day? Well, I shave like every five days. <laughs> <laughs> like it's really sad. I think I didn't shave for two, three months, and it was less than some people's like pinky toes. <sighs> that that's that's an image Anyways. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, before our break, I was gonna actually ask you. You talked a lot about him, but something that you know we kind of understand our situations, but. We'd love to hear your situation. Someone who kind of is like in this weird situation of, mm -hmm. I mean, you definitely are Chinese and you grew up in China, but now for almost a third of your life, you've lived in America, right? I think it's math, <laughs> right? Five out of, how old are you? A, I'm 20. a quarter of her life. That sounds more right. Yeah, a quarter of her <laughs> life, she's lived in America. And so I'm wondering like, how do you almost identify yourself now? I... I'm I just gonna say, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't identify oh, myself as more American, actually. Like, I feel like at least the city I live in has been more... What city is that? Oh, uh, Beijing. <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying Boston. <laughs> no, no. Oh, right, my hometown. Yeah. My, my home city, at least. It feels like it's really... Um, globalized. As I, w I was saying, people were staring at my outfit for no reason, but now they don't because so many other young people are wearing that or something more daring. And um, have you seen on TikTok those the streetwear? The, yeah. the Chinese streetwear videos of like those really. Okay, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna do some bullying here. The <laughs> weird individuals that are like like wearing like. Like latex and like it's avant-garde and duh. fancy and like the music's playing in the background and then all the people around them are just like what what's wrong with these kids like what, what are they doing <laughs> what's wrong with this generation but yeah things have definitely changed my mm -hmm. and i haven't been back to china in a year so i'm sure things have changed or not because nothing's <laughs> happening <laughs> um but i'm going back uh in may this year so i'll see how i feel but i don't feel a problem like fitting back in there i feel a problem like fitting into the white <laughs> people's like groups here because yeah like just that as when i was talking to henry people are still picking at my english grammar <laughs> yeah and um that's true like is my creative writing class and even if they said like my characters don't work like, this is gonna come out my, my plot don't work um like that's fine they can pick at my story but they chose to pick at my grammar my writing they're like your level of english is poor you're like <laughs> your familiarity with the language is like inadequate <laughs> don't get me wrong the, the comments they said are very mean and not necessary um, so I think that hurt me a lot more because it just feels it just feels like what have I been doing for the past they, five years? Are they all Byron? I mean, almost. There is a Korean in there, but she also said you smell. Oh, he was nice. He? Yeah, with like hair longer than is me. Is he single? <laughs> <laughs> Asking for a friend who's sitting to my right. Pass on that. <laughs> Whatever I try. Yeah, but I can understand. Like, I don't know if it's because, like, it's hard. To, it's hard to 
think of it in a different perspective where like let's say i was in a chinese class chinese literature class and i wrote i don't know how chinese students react to my chinese right but i'm sure it wouldn't be as mean as the way those students reacted mm -hmm. i don't know if it's just like a bad class or something but um but yeah you know something for me personally is that ever since i got to college i actually have a hard time making friends with people that are, are, are just strictly american i don't know if it's just me but i feel like all my friends are asian mm -hmm. and very few friends are white i have zero african-american friends zero mexican friends pretty crazy because back in california it's you know, really different but it's like so much harder because once you start talking to people that you know yeah it's like when you, when you start talking you can't stop <laughs> yeah and then you kind of feel like you inherit some of their beliefs and their ideologies and the way they talk and then you yourself have an issue talking again with other people mm -hmm. it's really weird so the same thing when you go back home and you start talking in chinese and saying shama right I feel that way sometimes too. Not like I'm saying it in Shama, but like the way I think mm -hmm. is different. So like some people would just like, I don't know, um, work ethic is a big thing. I feel like people that are from Asian countries have a much stronger will to work than people from America per se. I think they do a lot less complaining too. And so it's almost like hard to switch your mentality when you're talking to people. Uh, I mean, obviously now, because we're in COVID, I really haven't had to change anything because I'm not really talking to anyone. But during my freshman year, I was getting to know people and talk to them. Definitely noticed it when I went back to the California. I don't yeah. know if you felt When that I same. went home, like we'd have conversations and it felt like I changed a lot and they stayed the same as like what they were in high school. So I thought that was really interesting mm -hmm. how much I had changed in like a short amount of time. Yeah. It's probably because they don't have that pressure to like find their own identity, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, I mean, once you kind of have your identity from minute one, it's a little bit on the different side. But would you say that you enjoy um, hanging out with um, like Asian students more than American students now? Or no? Do you mm. think Asians are better than Americans? <laughs> That's going to be our title for this episode. I'm going to get cancelled. Chris thinks Chinese are genetically superior. <laughs> I didn't say that. That's going to be a hit. Yeah, we're going to go off. Thousands of views. Yeah, but what do you what do you actually think? <laughs> uh, I don't think I have a preference. Uh, that's, that's that's a very neutral answer. <laughs> Safe. I smell cap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's a perfect place I want to be in, actually. The smelling cap? No, like not having a preference, <laughs> like being able to switch oh, between groups. Oh. Yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like actually um, in college you have more American friends? I feel like you kind of do. No, I have, I have more friends with American passport. <laughs> that, what, what, what? Well, like you guys are still Asian. Like I'm not like making friends with black or white. Because that's true. Well, just because like you doesn't have any black students really. Not we have a lot of white either. students. Yeah. Hmm. That. <laughs> I can count on these two fingers how many friends I have. <laughs> Two. <laughs> like, be crazy if you just went <laughs> one. I well, I'm not trying to show that one finger. Well, yeah. I think it's like references on what you experience. Like when you make certain references to white um, students and they don't get it, and like when they're in their own group, they're having this great conversation about this show or something that you are not interested in. 
I think that's when it like just breaks it. <laughs> you know, my close friend from home that that actually goes to Northeastern. She's a year younger than me. She always talks to me about Netflix shows uh, such as like Grey's Anatomy and Modern Family. And trust me, I know what they are, but I never watched them. Like I'll be like, oh, you should watch K dramas. I'll be watching Psycho Team in Kentana, and she's like, what is that? Bro, it's me and my sister. She's like still super white. Has, like she goes to a white school in like Rochester, New York. She's in college too. Oh, yeah. yeah. She never switched to being more Chinese. So like we have a really weird like dynamic where I'm like more Asian and then she's just very white. So yeah. do you guys talk different, talk about different things? I just don't talk to her much. <laughs> <laughs> we are new there, there goes Chris it. hates his his sister is looking for a new one. We have oh. so many slot lines. Yeah. <laughs> do you feel like after college, when everything is all said and done, do you see yourself ever actually moving to Asia? Oh, I, I think it'd be really cool uh, to spend some time in Asia. I don't know how long, because I do like my family as much as you said I hate my sister. <laughs> uh, oh, she, he just said if we cut out what he yeah, said. Yeah, let's not do I that. I hate no, my nope. sister. That's all I heard. That's going to be the teaser. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but yeah, no, I mean like a short amount of time. Yeah, I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but I think like Sorry also, I'd like to move to like a more Asian community, um, like preferably SF. Like that'd be really cool. We'll gladly take you. But trust me, they're very. If we're talking about ABCs, they're all ABCs. <laughs> I mean, that's what I am. So yeah, that's true. But yeah, just like a different dynamic, a different culture to see what I missed out on. Yeah. I guess similarly for you, do you think you'll, after college is done, stay in America or move back to China? To be honest, when I was in high school, I thought I'm going to stay here because, um, you know, I've she already, hates her mother. because I've already tried this hard to, you know, learn all these new things. It's just, um, that is true. Like English. Yeah, regretful. If, if I just if throw I everything away. I call you in five years and you say, Where? I'm going to be like, English. Speak it now. <laughs> you sound like my language teacher in high school. But now, especially after Trump, I started to doubt that. Because like, like when Trump was in power, like I just felt like the policies aren't possible. They're very anti-international aren't, aren't made possible for me to stay. Hmm. But also, I just feel like even after five years, I still don't feel like I can quite blend in, like, completely. Like, I blend in with this place and certain group of people who live here, but not the majority of people. So I don't know if that's going to change when I go into work, but I just feel like it's been five years. I've been trying very hard, but nothing's really changed. It's hmm. really interesting. Okay, I kind of have a last topic. It's a little bit of a spin-off, but I think it's going to be a fun, interesting one. It's about dating, right? <laughs> Where do we get, how do we get here? Well, so one thing that I've, I've noticed for myself is a lot of people often ask like, would you ever date this race, mm. right? Obviously it's a very, it's, it's a bit of an interesting question because mm -hmm. it ha it's laced with prejudice and discrimination, but it comes, it comes with just being familiar with your own race, right? Um, and I know a lot of people that be like, I can't date anyone outside of like my own race because they wouldn't understand my I think it's a valid point. Right? Yeah, yeah and that's, it, you know, it's a personal preference. You can't really fault anyone for that. Mm -hmm. um, but I kind of want to hear your guys' opinions on it. I know for you, she's definitely okay with Koreans. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I just kind of want to hear what you guys have to say. Do you want to start? No, Actually, after you. <laughs> yeah, that's the point. Let's end it with his statements. 
so we can really throw in the uh, click clickbait if he says something stupid. So we're gonna catch him. Well, I, I didn't think it would like work out as well before I saw this couple when I was in high school. The husband is a Jew and the um, the wife is Chinese. Jewish and Chinese. Yeah. Damn, that's a combination. And they seem to enjoy each other so well. And I was like, Is she from China? Yeah. And his English. I mean, I mean her English. Um, like she has accents. It's not like she's super fluent or she's like um, Chinese American. Are, are hot. A British accent. You should just like duct tape his mouth and when he's allowed to speak, just... I'm adding my personal <laughs> opinion. I, I like that recommendation. What? Considering it. Yeah. Wait, what? But um, my mom actually really wanted me to date uh, white people. Just, really? Just because she likes them better. <laughs> because she's so disappointed in Chinese men. <laughs> really? I did not know this. She she thinks that other races. Oh, actually, just white. She does. She, she... I know she just proves against. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I've heard that, but I did not know about the uh, white thing. That's really interesting. Mm, because um, when she came to the U.S., there are a lot of white guys like hurting her, and hurting, courting. Courting, uh, sorry, courting uh -huh. Cor her, and um, she she just really liked their personality, like outgoing, and like she's like they enjoy life so much. They're not like those Chinese guys who only think about making money. And Damn, that's really interesting. That's kind of crazy, actually. Yeah, but I don't think like I can ever even talk to a white. That should be the clickbait title. <laughs> I've never talked to a white human in my life. No, like Tiffany Wong. Actually, I I get along with white girls, but white guys, it's hard. Why? They just don't understand me, and I don't understand them. Yeah. No one really understands you. I'm gonna be honest here. Well, I'm so glad that you did so many episodes <laughs> of talk show with me when you can't understand a Listen, thing. I know your mother felt that way. How am I supposed to understand you if I don't understand the person who gave birth to you? You will never understand her. <laughs> that is so dramatic. You'll never get her. Never. Uh, and Chris, you know, as our last talking point, see something really clickbaity. Like, I dated a white girl in high school. Well, that we knew that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Oh, you yeah, talked about that. And you dated uh, a Chinese girl in, in college, college yeah. and a Korean girl. Yeah. In Actually, I'd love to hear your wow. difference in perspectives for that. Um. I mean, well, he's really popular with girls, by the way, and guys. What the? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like I mean, in high school, the only option really was white. So, like, it wasn't like a preference thing. It was just like you know, a person by person. I don't think I have a preference. Um, but yeah, so I guess it's just whoever I click with at the time. <laughs> yeah. I have a question: Which one is the best? <laughs> You guys really want me to like get canceled? No, not these guys. Not not you guys. She said that. I really typed it. Dutch kid. I didn't type that. It's fair. No, but it's interesting. I mean, like it was definitely like the easiest to connect to the other ABC girl that I dated. It's the mm -hmm. second girl. And do you think it was because like just because of who she is, or because she's actually Chinese? Well, we both came from really white towns. She was an ABC. Um, didn't really, you know, connect a little more than I did, but with her Chinese culture growing up until later. So. Really interesting. Yeah. 
and uh you know i know the korean girl was pretty recent we actually know i know her slightly well um and so her being native korean did you feel like there was any cultural differences between you guys Mm, nothing really significant. No, she'd been in America for a long time, mm-hmm. so I don't think so. Yeah. Smell some tea, but I have to sneeze really badly. Here's the end of our episode. We went on. Oh. <laughs> Hold it back. I, I'm crying. <laughs> we went on for really long. This is our longest episode, yeah. so Ooh. it's a good one. Absolutely beautiful. Well done, Chris. Uh, I'll do the intro really quickly, and then we're gonna have you plug everything you ever could in your entire life this man 10 seconds so once again guys thank you for listening this is a uh, episode four of our season i apologize by the way for missing the last week i unfortunately cut my mouth as i said before i won't do it again um <laughs> so we made this episode a little longer so that you guys because i know it's midterm season you guys can always listen to this while you're studying just, just play this as the background <laughs> yeah you'll probably <laughs> fail after listening to this your grades will go down 20 percent that's not okay. not if you're in Asian studies. Not if, yes, if you're an ABC, you might be powered up. Who knows? Powered up. Go go Power Rangers. Uh, but once again, thank you guys for listening. You can cast us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube at Chuang Vibes for all of them. Once again, we come out on Saturdays at 12 p.m. You can check out our Instagram at, at Chuang Vibes. And our personals at, at HenryChung314 and at Tiff underscore Beck. Becca's in Beck Young. Mm-hmm. Christopher, if you'd love to plug all your socials, uh, do so. Instagram, Chris Chang11. I don't want you adding me on Snap. Add him on Snap. Uh, so if you are hiring a software engineer, I will take that position. Ooh. We do have a lot of famous people listening. Um, hi, Elon. <laughs> in a while. Uh, uh, Obama. I'm sure you're doing well with yeah. Michelle. Uh, but yeah. Anyways, guys, thank you all so much for listening. Stay safe out there and uh, have a great rest of your week.